and welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, live here at the South Point Sportsbook, ladies and gentlemen. It is the best, and it's Christmas. We got our tree up out there, and the outside of the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas, just eight miles down the street from all the action on the strip. You come down here, this is the place to be, trust me. Uh, the Christmas tree lights outside, the wreaths, I will do some footage of that. You guys have to see how beautiful it looks here. It's beginning to look an awful lot like Christmas. Uh, we welcome you to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this show is going to be cooler than a bunch of BMX guys flipping on their bikes at halftime at the Minnesota-Chicago Bear game last night. Did you see this, Ryan? I know your beloved Bears. Throw that BMX footage up. This is a good halftime show. I don't know how it ties into football or the Vikings or the Bears, but uh, it's the BMX stunt team, and this was them at halftime. Now, that one right there, not that impressed. Ryan? What do you think? You impressed? No, I'm not much of a BMX fan. Now, what 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 soared higher in the sky? Those bikes or all of Josh Dobbs' four interceptions last night? <laughs> Might have been uh, Cairo Santos's kicks. Cairo Santos with the game winner. That's your boy. Four kicks last night, right? Yep, the only four 12, scores game. that the Bears had. Yeah. Now you watch. Now listen. This is Ryan McCormick, our producer. You know he loves the Bears. He's a Chicago guy. The Bears. How ugly was it to watch that game last night? Oh, yeah, it was brutal. I mean, I watched it from a, from a hotel room with my girlfriend, or not a hotel room, a hospital room okay, with my, whoa, uh, whoa, my whoa, girlfriend. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, yeah, it was not a fun one to watch. I mean, it's just, a, it's just an ugly game. And again, I know everyone we've had come on this show that talks numbers, these primetime games, the under is the yep. play on every primetime game. Yep. And, I, and you know me, Mr. Over, which we'll get to in a minute. I love overs. And last night, you know, we were talking about maybe I was thinking Minnesota. Over three touchdowns, they got one. Yeah, I mean, if the Bears were halfway competent, they would have three. <laughs> they would, they would, they would have won thirty to ten. And the Bears' defense has only given up so many points in the past four or five games. Like, yeah, yeah, they've been one of the top defenses. In they're the playing league, well, but. but the offense just says, "Why do you guys? You haven't had a quarterback that you felt confident. I mean, Jim McMahon. I'm confident in Justin Fields. Okay, I'm confident in Justin Fields. Get Luke Getzey out of town. Yeah, you need an offensive coordinator." Take a cue from the Steelers and uh, fire your offensive coordinator yeah. midseason. Because, uh, look, it did wonders. It not only did wonders for the Steelers, uh, you know, statistically, but just the players. It takes a weight off the back. They know that this guy is calling juvenile high school plays. Get yep. rid of him. Get, yeah, get, get rid of him. 14 of Justin Fields' completions last night. Yeah. More than half. Be at or behind the line of scrimmage. I saw that. I saw you post that chart, the spray chart. Because... You know, that, it looked like a Kenny Pickett chart from a couple it, weeks ago. So gross to watch. And he's got a gun, and he ran, by the way, his over yardage. I had that. He's, earlier that week, he had said that his best attribute was his deep ball. Yeah. And he threw two passes yeah. over 20 yards. Yeah, where yesterday. is it? Where's that? And that's the same thing with Kenny Pickett. Pickett always, you know, he doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's accurate. And when they let him rip it a couple nights ago or a couple days ago, Deep completion to George Pickens, deep to DJ. You, you got you to air the ball out. Yep. Again, I don't know what coach said it, but there's three results, two of them in your favor. A completion, a penalty, you know, or a drop or pick, you know, whatever. It's throw the ball deep. Do something. Spread Do the something. field. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is November 28th. It's show number 35. 35. Can you believe that? We made 35 shows. We appreciate everybody watching. What are our live subscribers? What are our subscribers up to? Seven? 706. Okay, we were 704 got, yesterday. Uh, we're climbing. We've got a couple of live comments from a, a guy called Lucky Butt. Yeah, this Lucky Butt. <laughs> He's now, not, is uh, Lucky Butt, is, it's Lucky Butt, is that one T or two T's? No, it's actually the it's ASS. Yeah. Lucky Bus. Somewhat. Lucky Bus. With an A in the front. 
What is that? We're not lucky? spelling correctly. What is this man's name? On the... It's Lucky Ass. It's a donkey. Oh! He probably Ryan looks like one, too. to swear, ladies and Get the cheese. Where's the cheese whiz? Mouthful of cheese whiz. Tiding. <laughs> um, well, anyway, is he the one who, who wanted Kevin Belenkoff on the show, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I talked with Kevin yesterday. Kevin will be on soon. Uh, we're kind of going to have a busy week this week. We got a lot of guests coming in, a lot of people videoing in. Yep. Uh, I think we're going to work Kevin in. We'll figure it out. But he's he's on standby. Don't worry, Lucky. But <laughs> we'll get you on there. So it's show number thirty-five. And when you hear the number thirty-five, uh, you know I always thought when I was when I was a kid in school, they taught us there's only two requirements to run for president of the United States. You have to be an, a, a U.S. born citizen, and you have to be thirty-five years old. So our show could run for president. What do you think? Punchlines for president. Yeah, what would you uh what would you stand on? What would be my platform? Um about five feet. I'd stand about five feet. Oh, and with the zinger from the Raptors, she goes, What would he stand on? Oh, about five feet. Yeah, I would need an, a soapbox. That's why a lot of those old politicians stood in the soapboxes. Um, my platform, it would be it would be sports based. I mean, we we do a sports show, we do a gambling show. Legalized sports gambling, really don't have to do that anymore. It's everywhere. Well. A lot of states. Yeah. Yeah, we want to keep it here in Nevada mostly. So come here to the South Point. Um, I would probably uh, I'd want robot umpires in Major League Baseball. That would be my you would presidential. Want robot umpires? I want robot umpires. Let's try them out. Let's give it a shot. I'm okay with the ABS. I don't know about completely getting rid of umpires. Well, no, 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 not the the the, the strike yeah, the strike zone. The challenge Sorry. system. Yeah, strike I'm good zone. With. I don't want like Terminator Three happening out there. <laughs> um, what else would be my platform? Right now, if you're thinking of my presidential platform, you should be humming. The theme, the presidential. Mm-hmm. 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 Hail to the chief, mm-hmm. the chief. The, that's from a movie. Anyway, uh, full-time referees in the NFL. We got to get full-time guys that are working year-round. Yeah. Can't just have these Fortune 500 CEOs coming in and going, where am I this week, honey? Where, oh. Pepper, where am I this Cleveland? All right, I'm flying to Cleveland to do the game. I mean, they, we need full-time guys. Yeah. I mean, hard to do year-round because football no. seasonal. They're training. Get their asses in shape. Get their butts. <laughs> the XFL? Oh. The XFL? Yeah, let them do something. Yeah. I, they should just be, you should know. Should be cross-training. All right. Uh, what else? In the NBA, I would make it illegal for teams to rest their star players for load management. They need a real salary cap. I need they, a real salary cap. They yeah, need well, to stop paying fully guaranteed Maybe contracts. I should have went with That's, baseball. The salary. I need, we need a salary floor. I'm more concerned about the salary floor for my Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, and then what would you do for the NHL since the NHL is your thing? What would you do? Uh, fighting's good. I'd probably uh, get rid of Gary Bettman and then... Uh, I think so. Probably let the give the players a little more freedom to wear what they want. Like the the issue is Mark. Yeah, Mark Andre Fleury, former Andre Penguin, Fleury, former yeah. Knight. Yeah, he wanted to wear a Native American mask that his wife is Native American, and they didn't allow him. Nope, that's really ridiculous. And he did it anyway. Yeah, so he he's going to get a fine. Yeah. Wild, they're going to get a fine. And in Minnesota, which is a, it's a big you know community. Yeah, so good for Mark Andre Fleury, Hall of Famer. Uh, and we're going to talk a lot of hockey today because we have we have a couple great guests today. Today on the show, I didn't even say uh, he's live in Nashville. We're we'll talking about the the. The Penguins and Nashville Predators game tonight, making his first, making his third appearance on the show. There we go. He's the first one to get the hat trick. The Athletics, Josh Yoey. Hattie for Yoey. Yeah, Hattie for Yoey. Congratulations, Josh. He'll be on soon. He's in Nashville, so we want to find out what he did last night. Maybe if he went out and got some good food. You don't know. We'll find out. And also, uh, in the studio, at the end of the show, he's calling the UNLV basketball game versus Akron tonight on TV. It's our own Matt Neverett. Matt will be here to talk a little sports. Maybe we'll talk the Pac-12 championship which has the town of buzzing. I saw an Oregon Ducks jersey this morning here, so I think the Ducks are migrating here. Well, we get the the one guy every weekend with the Ducks sign right outside the studio. He has like a, a puddle sign that says game day. and everything. Why is he never here on Punchlines? He's always here on Sports by the Book, Yep. which is live today at 3 o'clock. It's no. Tuesday, not 2 today. Not what today. day is today? Tuesday? Today is all day. 
What days are sports by the book off? Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. Sports by the book, yes, is Thursday through Sunday. We that is Jeff our sports show. Yeah, he needs a day off. All right. Uh, so we got Josh and we got Matt Neverett. Uh, let's go ahead and do Frank's hot takes. Let's roll the graphic. Let's Fast hear Billy Gardell do his best Clint Eastwood impression. Open it. All up. right. Begin. It sounds very like Palpatine from Star Wars. All right. Begin. Duh. Something, <laughs> something dark side. All right, Billy, once again, thank you for doing that. By the way, there's a little rumor going around from Kevin Belenkoff. He and Billy are going to fly out sooner than later, come on the show live in studio. Both of them together? I think so, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if that's going to happen in December, but Kevin said, me and Billy have been talking about it. We're coming out. So, Chris, get those rooms ready. They're coming. It's going to be awesome. Uh, let's talk about a few things. that have, Let's talk about nailed it or failed it. Nailed it. Uh, half a rack of ribs from Texas Roadhouse. Nailed that. This, that's Ryan's reaction every time I talk about nailed it. He just goes, <laughs> what did you eat last night? Hospital food? Jello? What'd you have? Uh, no, we stopped at Burger King at like 1030, <laughs> had some chicken fries. Oh God. As soon as you said Burger King, now what's in my head? BK, have it your way. Whopper, 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 whopper. All right. Well, congratulations. Burger King, Burger King solid. They used to have the bacon double cheeseburger. I don't know if they still have it. That no, was my favorite. When I, I was a comic on the road, that was a big meal. That was a big, ooh, the bacon. It was $4 for the combo meal, which now it's probably like eight. All right. So anyway, uh, nailed it or failed it. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, the big, sal uh, the grand salami. Now, this is true. We really did this. I bet the Grand Salami here at the, the, the Sportsbook. By the way, you can get the Sportsbook, the uh, South Point Sportsbook app. I do it on the app. I put a little cash on the Grand Salami. We had six games. You asked me yesterday when I was live in Los Angeles. Again, thank you, everybody, for covering and getting me on the show in L.A. I'm back for the rest of the year here. Um, the Grand Salami, which I'm fascinated with. This is the combined goals in every game. And you asked me what's the over, and you thought I'd say 34 or whatever. But, you know, it was, yeah. I said 38 and a half, and I nailed it, didn't I? Spot on. So now. That you nailed. I wrote Ryan, by the way, show 35. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go for the grand. By the way, 35, we didn't do jerseys. Should we do jerseys real quick? D we can do it right after this. Okay, we'll do it after this. this. All right, so the grand salami. Let's set it up, ladies and gentlemen. I put some money on it. I did not look at any finals, except for I did see uh, the Florida Panthers, I think, beat Ottawa 5-0. Yeah. So I know I got about five goals in that game. Now, now this is going to be like game show, so put some... Put some um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire tense music on right now. I don't know. Perfect. You can hear it in your heads, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Imagine it. All right. I need 38 and a half right. goals. Six games. So five nothing. Go that Panthers okay, Senators. Five nothing. I got five. Okay. Sabres Rangers ended five to one. That's six. So I'm up to uh, 11. Yep. Bruins Jackets ended five to two. Seven. So I got 18 goals. Avalanche Lightning. Come on, Avs. Four to one. Ooh, I was hoping for a bigger number. They're 23. Two more games. Golden Knights at Flames. Okay. Overtime. Two to one. Oh, so that's only two to one is 26. What was the over under? 38 and a half. And how many more games do we have? One. Okay. So I need 13 goals in this game. Tell me it was. It's the Sharks. It's the Sharks. They suck. Two to one. <laughs> two to one. So that's a total of 29 goals. So even if and I would have teased it, still would have lost. Can you tease yep. the Grand Salami? I don't think so. Damn it. Yep. The Sharks did get their fifth win all at home. Now, I mentioned I that, that they yesterday. had four wins. I mentioned that yesterday from L.A. when I was live at South South Point, that they, uh, they actually, yeah, they've been, they've been playing better. Oh, that always happens. They're going to hit the, uh, peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows. Yep, how it goes. All right, well, congratulations. Uh, it is show 35. That's a special day, uh, a special number. Not really. Uh, I couldn't think of any 35s. So, think uh, of a number 35. 
So you make your collages. 34, we had an abundance. We had Earl Campbell. The easy ones. We had Walter Payton. You wore your jersey yesterday. You looked yep. awesome. Shaq has worn 34. Barkley, Giannis. Who do we have for 35? Let's see the collage. KD. <laughs> That's it? Kevin Durant? And you're not, it's not. <laughs> no, wait a second. He's wearing a South Point. I haven't seen it. He's wearing a South Point Studio shirt. Do we have like a pickup team? Do we have an intramural team here? I can play. I can point guard, ladies and gentlemen. I, look, you're like, oh, yeah. And after her height joke, five foot nothing. I can dish. I'm doing dimes. I'm doing, I'm Bob Cousy out there. That's right. I brought up a player from 80 years ago, Chris Andrews. Um, Kevin Durant's really the only number 35, isn't he? Not the only one. No, we've got, I did put together an actual You collage. did. You did yeah. an actual collage. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's see what we got for 35. Probably a lot of hockey. There's not a lot of baseball. Not a lot of baseball 35s. That's not true. Okay, well, show me what you got. Oh, Verlander. All right. Oh, is that Phil Necro? Yep. Is that Christian Okoye? Yes, it is. The Nigerian nightmare. By the way, if you're of or around my age, the best player on Tech Mobile football, which was the early Madden, Christian Okoye was unbelievable. You could, he couldn't be stopped. That's why I took the Chiefs to the Super Bowl and won it. Ah, oh, Donnie, baseball. Boy, boy, was I out. Don Mattingly, man, right? Don Frank Mattingly. Frank Thomas. What's that? It, Christian Okoye, Frank Thomas, Phil Nicro, Kevin Durant, Tommy Phil, John. What was Phil's last name? Nicro. What Chris you, Andrews, are you hearing this? Necro? Phil Necro. I didn't want to. <laughs> He's a knuckleballer. He went over 300 games. His last, by the way, if you can find it, his last win, Phil Necro, knuckleball spat. He actually had a brother, Joe Necro, too, who also pitched in the major leagues. Joe Necro's claim to fame uh, was he, uh, he got caught with a file in his back pocket and he tossed it out. The umps came out to check his pocket and he went like this and threw it. And the one umpire was like, what the hell was that? He's like, oh, that's a file for my nails between innings. Yeah, he got busted. But Phil Necro, when he won his 300th game, I think it was with the Yankees. And he looked like he was 75 years old. He did not age well. This guy did some hard living. But he also, I believe he's the only pitcher in history. He had a 20-win season and a 20-win loss the same year. He was like 21 and 20. Can we look, Matt Never, when you get a second, can you look up Phil Necro? I believe he had a 20 and 20 season one year. And uh, if you find a picture of him later or his last one against the Yankees, he looked 1,000 years old. But I love Phil Necro. I saw him pitch in his knuckleball. Now, who's the old football player there? I got to plead stupidity on that. Uh, so that is Felix Red. Blanchard. Oh, Felix Blanchard? Yeah, Mr. Inside. No, why Army. was he called Mr. Inside? Well, they had Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside. They had a running back tandem at Army. And, uh, oh, he I've heard Mr. of that. Yeah, he was Mr. Inside. I've heard of that on old documentaries. And, and I love old footage of that when they run really fast because the, the speed's different. It's like, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Look at him run. Oh, look at him gallop. The galloping ghost. Yeah, and then the hockey player is at Belfour. Uh, no. Tony Esposito. Tony Esposito, the, the goalie for Chicago. Oh, okay, yep. Chicago goalie. All right. I just saw immediately think Ed Belfort. And then you have, you had, you had Katie in the background. And then, oh, is that, who's the White Sox? Is that Thomas? Yeah, Frank Thomas. The big hurt was 35? I wouldn't have got that. But you know what he's good for now? Nugenics. Yeah. And your, <laughs> and your girl will like it too. Yeah. Frank Thomas swung a mean bat and with Nugenics. Probably still swinging that bat. Okay. And Justin Verlander. Probably the only shot ever of a 300-game winner in the, in the pros. Probably the last guy. So I'm going to need headsets. Nitro did have a 2020 okay. season, 1979. Sorry, what's that? Nitro's 20, 20 win, 20 losses. Necro, sure. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 season was in 1979. Yeah, right. There you go. I was 10 years old. I remember the back of the baseball card. 20 and 20 or 21 and 20? Um, Something like that. Says tw He's the only pitcher to lose 20. Win 20 and lose 20. That's ridiculous. And again, that, talk about a record where that'll never happen again. 
That will never happen. That'll never happen again because 40, 40 decisions, pitchers don't even get 40 starts. Right. But again, these guys, these, these knuckleballers could go out and throw it. Uh, Phil Necro, I believe, has passed away, but he and his brother Joe Necro, not Nicro. Jesus. But if you can pull up a picture of him on his 300th win with the Yankees, he looked like he was 75 years old. All right. Uh, we got to do a couple quick things here before we get Josh on. Let's see what else. Um, happy birthday to Jarvis Landry. Today, Jarvis Landry, happy birthday. Uh, this guy was a Pro Bowl wide receiver for uh, Cleveland. And what other team did he play for? The Dolphins. What I found fascinating was this guy had more catches in his first five years than any receiver all time. He is born on 11-28-92, his 31st birthday. Also celebrating a 31st birthday today is actress, dancer, yoga instructor, uh, future reality star, my girlfriend, Courtney Tyler. So happy birthday to Courtney. It's her birthday. She's the exact same age as Jarvis Landry. Happy birthday, Courtney. Happy birthday, Courtney. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the dog thing. Uh, we'll do the dog thing later at the end of the show. Um, but Jarvis Landry, yeah, they're saying Cleveland might sign him or Kansas City might sign him. I can't believe he was a free agent. He's out there. Jarvis Landry. So, you know, but when you think Jarvis, don't you think Iron Man? That was like his technical... Yeah, was, yeah, that does make sense. And it stood for something. It was like, ah, oh, it's really yeah, simple. Yeah, I can't remember. God, I looked it up last night and I forgot. Anyway, if you know what it is, uh, Bob Del Pizzo, if you're watching, why don't you chime in with one of your one of your many nerdy, stupid, nerdy comic book things that you know. <laughs> Christian Hansen, if he's watching, he probably knows too. Uh, all right, last night in Florida, just uh, we're going to end. Oh, no, uh, I failed the Laker bet, the Lakers. The Lakers last night? I had the Lakers uh, plus 40 last night. Did they cover? No. LeBron James' worst loss in his, in his career. Worst loss. I mean, they looked bad. Did you watch any of that game? I did not, know. I was watching the Bear game. I was watching the Bears game. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> Philly was scoring a lot. There was a lot of scoring in that game, no scoring in that game. He had to kind of find the middle. But LeBron, uh, worst. I mean, my God. I did t- see that uh, Embiid and uh, Tyrese Maxey scored, each scored 30 for like the fourth or fifth time this year. Yeah. So that's, that's the top scoring. Is it Philly's right year? They got rid of Harden, so we'll see. I don't know. All right, last but not least, we're going to do a hockey story. We got that. There was a, there was a pretty good brawl last night. We got the brawl uh, last night. Why don't you set this up, uh, Ryan, since you're the hockey guy? Well, so 30 se- or 90 seconds into the game, the uh, Panthers score on a power play, go okay. up one nothing. Then second period, they, another power play, they score, score on an offsides okay. that Ottawa challenges, ruled a good goal. Okay. So, it's another power play on the opposite side. So goes from one nothing to two nothing. Another power play. They score thirty seconds in three nothing. Okay. And then it starts getting chippy. All right. Where players are like running into the Ottawa goalie, or they're just running like chipping yeah, into I each saw other. That. Yeah. And then uh, all hell broke loose. Yeah. In the third period. Yeah. Kachuk gets out of the box. Here it is. Yep. Here's yeah. Here's it. Here's the one where he uh, takes a little kick, a little swat, and then fisticuffs. And you're all for this in hockey. Yeah. Now, we're going to go to our hockey guy any second now, right after this. But um, what makes this legendary is the call by the, by the ref, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is one of the greatest calls. Josh, I'm sure you saw this. We're going to bring him in in one second. But, uh, okay, it's going to heat up again. Yeah, it's going to show a replay of the, uh, what happened, why Kachuk, why this whole thing started. Yeah. They ruled him for uh, goaltender interference on the back half of this. So after the shot, right there is the yeah. interference. <coughs> yeah. And then everything starts. Two and you know, was, you know what's funny or disturbing? Right banging on the glass was like a 10-year-old girl. Like, yep. yeah, did you see yep. her? Like, she's just like, blood, blood. But. Two minutes for goaltender interference. Two minutes for roughing. Florida, number 
12 has two minutes for roughing, and then every player on the ice has a 10 minute <laughs> Florida will have a two minute power play. Every player on the ice. He started listing numbers and he's like, screw it. Let's just group on it. We'll put them all in one. There you go. Legendary call. Do we have the Ben Dryden call? Because it made me think of Ben Dryden. Oh, no. Ben Dryden. Come on. Ben Dryden in the NFL, the best call of all time. Uh, Marty Lyons, I believe, for the uh, 1986 Marty Lyons sack Jim Kelly. And he was down there punching him a yeah. little. And Ben Dryden, the greatest call, which I know we we're. we're yeah. Do we have it? We should. Okay. We should have it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the NFL. 19 not, Ben Dryden. Not the newer one. Not the newer, not the Ron Perry one. Anyway, he says he was down there. He was giving him the business. There it is. Here it comes. All right. We'll show this and then we'll get Josh in. Josh, my apologies for a couple minutes, buddy. All right. So Marty Lines, they incorrectly said 99, which was Mark Gastineau. Gastineau and Joe Klecko, Marty Lines, New York stock, New York sack exchange when I was a kid. Here it is. Best call ever. After he tackled the quarterback, he's giving them He's giving him the business. It's the greatest call in, in history. I'm sorry. I love that. All right. Let's bring in our special guest who's laughing hysterically, and the beard is coming in gloriously. Uh, the one and only from The Athletic. It's got over 100,000 subscribers on Twitter. The man's a legend. Ladies and gentlemen, Penguin superfan, Pittsburgh guy, and fellow member of The Chase, Josh Oe. Josh, I saw you laughing there off camera at that. Is that the best call? It is. It reminded me of, uh, did you ever see the movie Necessary Roughness with Sinbad? Of course. The, uh, the referee, the refs started doing like a ninja kick, like trying to you know, <laughs> show right. exactly what happened. Wait, and wasn't he just it? Out to hell with the first down. Right. That was, uh, I was friends with Rob Schneider back then, and he was the announcer, right? Fumble, fumble, I am. Yep. He shot all those Fumble's scenes, shot them all in one day, and got like $85,000 or something, you told me. Oh, that's why he's Rob Schneider that's and we're right. not, but that, that's <laughs> By the way, one, uh, one birthday to add, I heard you giving birthdays. Yeah. Uh, the great Marc-Andre Fleury is 39 today. Which it is, is not the Flowers' birthday. We were just talking about him because we were talking about how he wasn't allowed to wear the, uh, the Native American mask, and he said, screw it, I'm wearing it anyway. Right. 39 years yep. old. <laughs> now, the yep. Penguins, now, there was rumors when, before he went to the Wild, the Penguins might try to get him back. You're the inside guy of the Pens. Was there any validity to that, or, I mean, it was just hopeful thinking? Not really. Yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think Ron Hextall or yeah. Kyle Dubas have ever been interested. I think had Jim Rutherford still been around, Jim yeah. kind of liked bringing back guys. Maybe it could have happened in an alternate universe, but I, I don't think it was ever really close to uh, happening. From what I've been told. Now, are you excited? I mean, it's going to be cool later when they they're they're going to they're going to retire Yager's number. It's it's been a long time coming, right? Sixty eight is going to be up in the rafters. Uh, what are what are what do you what do you are you you're going to be there for that obviously and and what's your relationship with Yager over the years? Um, you know, I never covered him when he played in Pittsburgh. Right. I was, was just before. a kid watching exactly. him play then. Forget how long he's been playing for, but I, <laughs> you know, I've certainly interviewed him a few times over the years when he would be with uh, different teams. Um, I don't know if I say I have much of a relationship with him, but I've talked with him before. He's one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Wow. You get Yager in a good mood, he is funny, he is charming. <laughs> you get him in a bad mood, like you just never know with him. He's one of those people, but uh, I've I've always been fascinated by him and, and the city of Pittsburgh. Um, still, even the younger generation of fans, I call them the Crosby era fans. Yeah, Yager's the one guy, like, they like hearing Yager stories. They like reading about him. <laughs> uh, there's just this fascination with him that kind of lingers. So that, that's going to be an amazing weekend in Pittsburgh on February 18th, which is really cool because it's the Sunday after the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
And for sports fans, that's an yep. incredibly depressing time. <laughs> but like, oh God, it's our first Sunday with no football for six months. What do we bet on? What's going on? Oh, Yager's getting his number retired. That's cool. So at least it's something for us to look forward yeah, to. They were thinking on that one. It's a good thing they didn't do it a week earlier. Yeah, exactly. Good job, Penguins. Um, <laughs> so listen, uh, we, look, uh, Ryan, our producer, is a, is a big hockey fan. And we, you know, we looked at your Twitter. And by the way, your Twitter. By the way, can we talk about your um, your Twitter bio? Your Twitter bio is wonderful. Sure. And uh, you got a hundred. So Penguins beat writer, which we know. Sacramento Kings fan, which has been a thankless well, job. That's been tough. Uh, replay <laughs> challenges are killing sports. I love my kids. Al Bundy, ice cream, and '90s music. That is a good bio right there. What's '90s music? What do you like? Because I listen to the '90s channel on Sirius all the time. Oh, do you? Um, you know, uh, n- nothing too wild. I like my Nirvana, my Smashing Pumpkins, my uh, you know Pearl Jam, whatever. I, you know, I'm a '90s kid. So I like hearing I, guitars. I'm most, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. If that's old fashioned, <laughs> so be it. Uh, I like even some of the old '80s stuff. I like too. But uh, yeah, I, I, I tend to enjoy the '90s music quite a bit. I've seen every episode of Married with Children so many times. It's actually really embarrassing. I, I don't. <laughs> watch shows like there's no modern day shows that i really watch i just watch like movies and documentaries yeah. if i have time to watch tv but i'll, I'll turn on the old al bundy clips that's excellent. i don't know if that show could but no. I, I certainly enjoyed it at the time no you watch <laughs> clips from that and you watch clips from all in the family none of those shows could have ever oh. aired again now and by <laughs> the way the office i don't even think the steve carell the michael scott era office a lot of that stuff wouldn't even be able to make it. There's actually an episode of The Office that's not on Peacock or whatever that you can't get anymore because uh, a costume. Oh, that, uh, yeah, there's a costume that um, Dwight was wearing. Uh, he had face paint on it. I can't show it. So th- it's, you know, it's a different era. But Al Bundy, how many touchdowns did he score in that game? Was it four or five or six? That would be four. Four touchdowns, one game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and he, Al, he was, uh, I don't know if he was, Ed O'Neill was either drafted or signed by yeah, the Steelers. He was in camp with the Steelers, yeah. Cry, like, Early 70s. I know you're running back with Franco and, and some of the other running backs. Rocky Blyer was on my flight to Nashville yesterday, by the way, which was a Number 20, Rocky Blyer. You know, I, I, met him, I met him at a comedy show I did in Pittsburgh. It was a benefit that DVE did, the radio station. And to meet Rocky okay. Blyer, man, I, that's really a cool thing. Because when I was a kid, I was allowed to stay up late a handful of nights a year. I could, I could stay up late to watch when James Bond movies were on, uh, like ABC. So that was 9 to 11. I could stay up when the Oscars were on, but I could never, I'd never make it. I'd always fall asleep. So my dad or mom would fill out the little TV guide page that had a ballot, and I'd wake up and look. And I remember seeing Empire Strikes Back did not win Best Picture. Uh, Chariots of Fire won, and I was furious. Uh, I was like, Chariots of Fire! Movie's about running! British running! It's stupid! Good theme song, though. But I was allowed to stay up to watch Fighting Back, which was the Rocky Blyer TV movie that Robert Urich, who played Dan Tana in Vegas, Robert Urich, who's done a lot, Played Rocky Blyer, and it was about how he was in Vietnam and, you know, lost, uh, you know, shell went off and damaged his foot. They said he'd never play football again. And I got to stay up and watch that. Everyone in school the next day was talking about it. And I remember there was a scene where Robert Urich's running along uh, the river there in the cement outside of Three Rivers, and the real Rocky Blyer runs by him. And I was like, there's Rocky Blyer! So it was like they gave Rocky a little cameo, like they did for Rudy and Rudy at the end when he's in the stands. But, but yeah, Rocky Blyer. Nicest guy in the world. Yeah, super uh, nice guy. Nah. Yeah, he really is. And so, when I was a kid, he was that, an a- was- he was an anchor, sports anchor on Channel Eleven. So I remember he was also, you know, yeah, yeah. So you're in Nashville. That's an, is that a Nashville hotel you're in? It, it is. Yes. Welcome to the Courtyard Marriott in downtown Nashville. <laughs> That's pretty it's swanky. Very, it's very cold here. It's incredibly cold here. By the way, it being cold in Nashville, 
I was, it threw me off when I got out of the, off the airplane. Like I really should have looked at my phone to see what the temperature <laughs> but you got, that far. So. But you got the beard coming in. How many weeks growth is that? Hi, boy, I don't keep track. It's about time to shave though, because like Thanksgiving the other day, my mom was just staring at me. I said, mom, what? She said, you look, shave that thing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Jesus. Like, right. Now I so can, I, yeah, I can know. only get like a shadow and my mom, my mom's, this is my mom's subtle hint when I'm visiting in Pittsburgh. She'll go, did you forget to bring your razor? <laughs> yep. like, no, yeah, mom, I, I have I, it, but you know, this is yeah. what this is what the cool people do nowadays. I don't know. Right. So, what do you do? Mom. Yeah, what do you do in Nashville? Are you a big food guy? Do you, do you hit the food, or what'd you do last night? Uh, I enjoy the barbecue quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Nashville, great town for that. Um, I don't, boy, I, I must be a real loser because I I took time <laughs> out of my night to watch the Bears and Vikings. Oh my god. And- Awful. I was at the morning skate today. Jake Gensel, big Vikings fan. I said, "What the hell was that?" And he looked at me and said, "I don't want to talk about it." And he just kept walking. Like, I, well, well said, Jake. I mean, that was a horrible football game. I always go to the Johnny Cash Museum. The Johnny Cash Museum is very cool. Uh, I always get a kick out of no that. Way. So I'll probably I do that. I'll do that before my flight tomorrow. Probably. I always enjoy. Uh, it's right in downtown Nashville. Always, always a good time. It, it's it's a cool city because. There's nowhere else like Nashville. Like when you're here, yeah. if you know where you are. There's nothing else like it, whether you like it or you don't. It's a very unique place. Yeah, it really is. I love Nashville and uh, just all the bars and the music scene is phenomenal, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. really, and the food and the food. So Nashville, and it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. All right, let's get to some hockey. And I know Ryan and Matt, everyone's talking about what you posted on Twitter, what everyone's posting on Twitter. And, uh, you know, Ryan, you're a diehard Chicago Blackhawks fan, correct? That I am. And what would you like to talk to Josh about or get his input? Uh, well, the Hawks released a statement saying that they uh, were releasing or, yeah, putting Corey Perry on waivers uh, because he engaged in conduct that is unacceptable and in violation of both terms of standard players' contract and the Blackhawks' internal policies. <laughs> All right. So, Josh, what do you, I, I saw you post about this. It's everywhere. What do you, what do you know? But what's going on there? <laughs> I know we're all laughing because we all know. I don't know where we've seen it, but I don't know how much we can talk about it. But oh what exactly is going on with this? Yeah, there's a rumor out there. Okay, a rumor. I, we'll say it's I a rumor. To not, I'm going to assume it's not true. Um, the Blackhawks certainly could have protected their 18-year-old superstar a little better in the way they worded that statement yep. that was just read. Uh, that's just going to get the rumors flying even more. I, you know, I can tell you just from personal experience and from knowing a lot of people in the league, Corey Perry's not a very well liked guy. Um, and in my dealings with him, I certainly never cared for him much. He's just got an, an abrasive way about him that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Obviously, a great player for a long time, um, but boy, what a mess! And you know, the Blackhawks, boy, they've been through they've been through it the last couple of years with off the ice issues. And yeah, this boy. is of course. And the I, same listen, kind I don't of know theme, too. Yeah, same kind of theme. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what he did, but that statement they released, he must have done something pretty bad. His teams don't just say stuff like that about players. That was a very unusual thing to see. Okay, let's see here. Just on the phone, say, look at my text. <laughs> <laughs> text me real quick. <laughs> I, I can't many... repeat any of them, but they were really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and that already got 23,000 views right there. Yeah, uh, so if you want to do a deep dive at home on your own and find out what possibly the story is right there, we can talk about that. I'll text you the information. I mean, I've hated Corey Perry since the the Hawks dynasty started when he was in Anaheim. Okay. And then went to Tampa, and I didn't like the signing in general, and now so much worse. Now you're really... Yeah. Yeah. And who's picking up Connor from the... Who's going to be picking him up for a ride home at the rink now? (laughs) 
<laughs> Not Corey. <laughs> okay. So let's talk some Penguins action. Um, the Penguins uh, play tonight in Nashville. Um, how'd they look in the morning skate? What's your take on the game tonight? What do you think? Uh, everyone was in a good mood. Uh, the Penguins are 10 and 10, which I think is a pretty accurate summarization of how yeah. they played. Yeah. Uh, they've been really down. They were very good in their last game against Toronto. Um, I like the Penguins tonight, actually. Uh, even though Nashville has been better than expected, their roster certainly isn't very impressive. Uh, I, I just think the Penguins are better on paper. Uh, they always seem to play pretty well in this building. They like playing here. And obviously some good memories. They won the Cup here in 17. But aside from that, they just typically play very well in this building. And that win they had Saturday against Toronto was one of their more complete performances of the season. And I think it left them feeling pretty confident. So I, I have a good feeling about the Penguins tonight. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to watch the game for sure. Um, uh they uh they just yeah like you said they're 10 and 10 and that's about what they've looked like right they looked like a 500 team and um yeah i i and then uh the golden knights ryan wanted to talk about the golden knights too they're playing edmonton tonight they're playing edmonton tonight, so that's a back that's a back to back for them tonight yep. um and the golden knights right now 14 and 5 and 3 they came out of the gate what was their what were they unbeaten there ryan for the first 10 games or something 10 or 11 yeah yeah so obviously they're leveled off just like the sharks have actually won a few games uh, Ryan's always, do you have a Golden Knight question specifically about the Golden Knights or just in general, Ryan? Um, not specific. Well, I mean, they've kind of gone cold the last last 10 games, really. Yeah. Um, Josh, in your point of view, do you think that they've been competitive and that they can keep playing it the way they are and it'll somehow turn around? Or is it something that they need to make a move and make a change? To Vegas? Yeah. Um... Yeah, they're fine. I mean, you're, you're going to cool off a little bit when yeah. you start the season the way they did. Same with Boston. Right. I think Boston's lost three in a row for that ridiculous start they had. Now, Vegas is really good. They know they're going to make the playoffs. They know somebody's going to have to beat them four out of seven this spring. <laughs> I'm sure they'll probably make a move at some point. You can always use another piece here or there. I saw them in person about a week and a half ago in Pittsburgh, and the Penguins actually handled them pretty easily. And I only bring that up because that was the second night of a back-to-back and I didn't think Vegas had any juice at all that night. And now they've got to play again on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. Maybe that's an issue for them against an Edmonton team that has been horrible. But McDavid just had a five-point game. They might be starting to heat up a little bit. So that might be a tough one for the Knights because Edmonton just going to be desperate every night they play right now because of how they started. Yeah. So I love that the, that the Vegas Knights lost in Pittsburgh on a back-to-back on a -back because you always hear stories about teams that are playing here in Vegas like, oh, you know they're going to go out all night, man. They're going to come out flat. Vegas has that home home, home ice advantage. And then is there a Pittsburgh home ice? Are people out? Are they out in the strip district till late? The nights they're like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up till like ten. Bars and the downtown Pittsburgh. Are you kidding? Everything closes up at nine. By the I would last time I was in Pittsburgh, you cannot find food to eat in downtown Pittsburgh after nine p.m. No, it's a real problem. In fact, you're, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, it's been ever since. COVID, the Eaton Parks are all closed at 10. It's awful. Um, it, it, it's absolutely an issue. But it's, it's funny, the whole Vegas thing. I always try to tell people, you know, these guys are millionaires. If they want to go to Vegas for a couple weeks in July, they can. Yeah. They, they can go party. <laughs> yeah. Do it They then. actually don't need just one night in November is not a big deal to those guys. It didn't. Now, uh, for these guys. Now, you remember the uh, former Penguin and Knights defenseman, Derek Engeland. Yeah. Um, played for the Penguins long time ago he played i think it's the wranglers was that the minor league team in vegas uh, and he right? told me yep, they're saying yes and saying yes 
once upon a time, he played for that team. It was like 15 years ago. And he told me, and I looked it up, and it was true. There was one season, they they went 38-2-1 and one at home. <laughs> I said, 38-2-1? He said, yeah, because minor league guys. That's the only time they'd yeah. ever beat a Vegas. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, said, he said, we weren't even any good, but we just were unbeatable at home. I said, wow. I, I didn't believe him. I looked it up, and it was true. So, But the <laughs> NHL guys, not quite as much. Yeah, or, you know, you said they can come and spend a couple weeks here in July. Or if you're Yarmy Yarger, just take the whole summer here. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I told you that story last time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yags, Yags is a Vegas guy. That's just the way it is. And, and one, you know, a story like that, an entertainment story that I like, to, a Vegas entertainment story, one of my favorite stories is, um, is a Dean Martin. It's a Rat Pack story. And uh, this one's not out there a lot, but I, I've heard this is, I don't know if it's embellished, but they're all embellished probably to a point. But Sinatra and Dean Martin and the, the whole Rat Pack's out drinking. And Dean Martin uh, has a big golf outing in the morning. It's, I might have been even like a Dean Martin tournament or something. He's like, I got to get to bed. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that was Ben Crosby. But you get my Dean Martin. I need to have a drink in my hand. Anyway, there we go. Hey, Pally. Oh, you got to have a... Oh, that wasn't bad. Hey, Pally. That's, that's what he called Jerry Lewis, Pally. Anyway, so Dean Martin wants to go play... He wants to go to bed and play golf. And Sinatra is like, do, do. That was my son. I can't do impressions, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so Sinatra's like, no, come on, Dean. You got to stay. The party's still going. Dean's like, I'm going to bed. He goes up to the hotel, he's in bed, and there's a knock at the door, pounding at the door. Dean Martin's trying to ignore it, he can't ignore it. And he opens the door, and there's a, a prostitute, there's a woman, there's a, a female there, and uh, Dean's like, what's going on, everything okay? And she goes, well, Frank Sinatra hired me to keep you up all night so you wouldn't be able to play your golf tournament or you'd, be, you'd play really horrible. And Dean Martin looks at her and goes, well, how much did he pay you? And she goes, he paid me $500. And he goes, here's $1,000. Tell him I was great. <laughs> and shut the door. <laughs> so I don't know if it's true, but it's a, yeah, it's a great story. Like, here's 1000 Tell him I was oh, great. Like it is. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Whether it's true or not, it's a great line. I love it. Um, when, now, the Vegas trip. Now, the Penguins are coming out here in January. I know our buddy Bill Neofis will be coming out. Uh, you'll be here yes. for Vegas. What do you like to do when uh -oh. you're in Vegas? Where do you stay? Where do you stay in Vegas? Courtyard? Uh, I usually stay I usually stay at MGM. Okay. And, uh, Bill usually stays there too. He loves we the MGM. Yeah, he does. He loves it down there. He also loves Carrot Top. And not <laughs> only not only does he always get us tickets to see Carrot Top, that's not good enough. It's I, it's always in the front row. Always. I said I said your your admiration for the orange the orange hair man is unbelievable. So we sit in the front row oh for my, Carrot Top. You know what? We, uh, you just uh, outed him on national TV that he, he goes Carrot. Now, by the way. Carrot Top, uh, the guy's been around forever. I used to do a lot of colleges, and there was this college convention called NACA, National Association of uh, College Artists. And you had to submit and go there, and then you'd perform, and then you'd, you'd walk around this, like, uh, convention hall, and you would be bought. <laughs> you know, so you'd stand, and they would come up and go, yes, sold, but, well, you know, you were funny. We'll take you. And then they'd try to get to, you know, with other colleges and book you three out of five nights. So if you could get a three out of five in West Virginia, you'd do – Shepherd College, you know, w, Southwest West, West Virginia. So you do these, and Carrot Top was always there. And I remember, you know, he would just destroy it. College kids loved him. And, you know, he's gone on to Vegas, and the guy's you know, a bazillionaire, and he does great. But Bill loves him. And now Bill was out here, uh, you know, a couple months ago when I first started Punchlines. He's like, he's like hey, listen, uh, you know, we're going to go to dinner this one night. I go, great. And he goes, you want to go see Carrot Top? <laughs> so this must be a thing. I don't know. He really wanted to go. He's like... I it's it's noteworthy how early he gets the tickets in advance. <laughs> the man texted me like right after the NHL schedule was out, like, "Hey, like big news." I'm like what? He's like, "Got the carrot top tickets already." <laughs> you bring your girlfriend out. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. 
And of course, like my girlfriend likes to take the Vegas trip. I don't think she's a big Carrot Top fan. So right. I, I told her like, hey, honey, we, we got to see Carrot Top. And she just kind of looked at me. I said, just don't just don't knock it until you try it. Listen, he's, when Bill comes out here, we're getting we're getting Carrot Top. To, I, I want to go see Carrot Top with Bill. And I just want Bill to be like, I've seen this one before. I, I know this bit. I know this one coming. But I mean, it's all right. Listen, Carrot Top, he's funny. I'll admit I've laughed at Carrot Top when he used to come on Letterman. And Letterman would have him on to kind of tease at oh, what yeah. he did. But Letterman would still laugh. Like, I'll never forget the first one I remember him. He had like a, a, a one of those plastic batting helmets with with uh, a chain over the face. He goes, hey, goes, I take this to baseball games. Wherever I sit, I feel like I'm behind home plate. I just thought that was, <laughs> you know, I just thought that was the funniest joke ever. And uh, Karen's, well, we'll have to get some carrot top. So um, what else do you like to do in Vegas when you come out? I know you're only here for a day. You're in and out. But besides carrot top, is there anything in particular? You know, we have the gambling apps on our phone now. Yep. So okay. you can gamble pretty much anywhere, certainly in the state of Pennsylvania. But there's still something special about being in a Vegas sports Got to sit at the table. Let's go to the book. Yeah. There's a different energy to it, which I enjoy. So I don't really have any uh, staple restaurants. Now, I will say uh, Mark Madden, who's a very well-known uh, sports talk show host in Pittsburgh. Polarizing. He always makes the trip. <laughs> Polarizing is a great word for Mark. <laughs> and he uh, he and I often, he, he loves the Golden Steer. That's his favorite restaurant in Vegas. So we always go have steak at the Golden yeah. Steer as well. Yeah, it's in the Strat? Um, but, right by the Stratosphere. Right by the Stratosphere. Yeah, yeah I remember. The, okay, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So we usually do that, but you know how it is. It's Vegas. There's so many different places to try out that I, you know, I like to get around and see it all. There's a place right down here from the Strip, and it's called. I have to Google. It. It's called Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it? they have like a whole Australian <laughs> theme, and they have this toss an onion. What do they call it? It's, it's blooming a blooming <laughs> onion. I don't remember. I've only cool. been once. I've only been once. And to uh, each location in town. What's there's more than one? Oh, there's is there more than one? There's several. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm just saying, I know you're like, listen, if you want the finest steak, you got to come the South Point. You got it. You and Bill will come down to the South Point. Uh, we'll go to we'll go to Silverado Steakhouse is amazing here. It's really good. We took Denny Nagel. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll take all our contributors there when they're in town. If you want, we'll go to the Silverado. Chris, I just volunteered that. I that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, everything's you took great. Took Denny Nagel. Denny Nagel, that's impressive. Well, actually. Denny came like Denny that. came in and he did three days in studio for the World Series because I've known Denny since his rookie year. We got to be friends and. And uh, he sends me the most vile memes every day. It's great. And <laughs> he, uh, he, um, he, uh, yeah, he came in. He's like, I'll fly in. He goes, you know, got him a room here. And he, he did the show three days. He brought in Greg Vaughn, who had 50 homers when he played with them with the Reds. And he yeah. brought in Marty Cordova. And we interviewed Tom Glavin. We had a Hall of Famer on the show. Tom Glavin, oh. also a hell of a hockey player, was drafted ahead of two Hall of Famers. Drafted by the LA Kings. By right? the LA yeah. Kings. He was drafted ahead of Robitaille and Hall. Was that it? I think the two players. Yeah. And he never lets them forget it. He says, anytime he sees them, he always reminds them, I was drafted ahead of you in the NHL. I'm, I, I I would do the same. I don't blame him, but that, that that's a pretty impressive list. I, yeah. I'm just honored you have me on the show. That's yeah. Well, listen, yeah, I mean, I, and I don't know if you heard in the intro, you're our first three Pete. You got the hat trick. Oh, yeah. That's a, well, that's a natural hat trick. It's a natural hat trick. <laughs> No, I can't wait to see you out there. That's a it's great. The Penguins play there January twentieth. Yeah, but you know they like to they like to acclimate to the time zone, so they're coming out a day early to practice. Ah, I'm sure I that's see. why they're coming. Right, I'll be there a couple of days early to prepare for said practice. So yes, and this we'll, all works out. What's that? Does Josh want to be in studio? Yeah, and Josh, if you want to come in, you and you and Bill should come in together. If you want, if you have the time and we can work it out, we'd love to have you in studio, and then maybe we could grab some food. 
The twenty the twentieth is a Saturday. Right. Oh, the twentieth is a Saturday. So the days before oh, the eighteenth, the nineteenth would be Friday. If you get in early enough on Friday. I could do that. I get in Thursday, so no, I, but, I could but, I could make Okay. There you go. Oh, Friday. We're booking it. But the nineteenth he's booked. <laughs> the first quad, the first four timer. You'll be in the four timer <laughs> club by yourself. <laughs> Um, that would be phenomenal. And then, I mean, I guess Friday night we squeeze in Carrot Top. Is that is that how that's going to go with Bill? Yeah, I think it's already arranged, actually, if I'm not mistaken. And you know what's great? The Penguins play their next game is a Monday in Arizona, so I'm just – they're off on Sunday, so I'm just staying in Vegas until Monday and then just flying I to Phoenix that morning. So there you go. And by up. the way, uh, we gotta, we're in a football – Josh and I, I don't know, I had a three-week spin. I was only one game out of first place in the chase – which our buddy Bill runs the chase. Uh, and I know you and I, we've talked about this a couple years ago, came down to the final game and I defeated you by one, <laughs> which I brag about the, the writer from the athletic. I beat him. Um, but now I'm in Vegas and I was doing really well. I had this last week with all favorites kind of hurt everybody, right? Yeah. I had a bad couple of weeks. Yeah. Actually, I was, I was running my last time I was on your show. I have, I've since fallen behind the pack a little bit. Yeah. I had a good Thanksgiving th- to the Niners and Cowboys for that over uh, little over under uh, yeah. money line parlay uh, nice. that worked out great. So for my Black Friday shopping. Uh, then I took it on the chin on Sunday, as as it sometimes happens. Yep. But, yep. Um, but it, I had the and, NFL man. Yeah, it's it's yeah. and the NFL's and it's and by the way, this past week started off rough because everyone had Detroit, everyone had the Lions, and then Green Bay comes out and just yeah. squashes them, and you're like, oh god, it's going to be one of those weeks. But then. The two late games on Thanksgiving played out, and then the Dolphins, of course, crushed the Jets. I don't recall the last time the league had this many bad or mediocre teams. It's and, and I and I don't recall how many over unders have we seen that are like 33, 34, 35. Unbelievable. It's certainly that a few years ago. It's crazy no. how how boring is right now. And the Steeler over. So we're, let's talk about the Steelers while we got you before we let you go. Steelers are sure. uh, here at South Point. Where I think the line is still five and a half, and it's forty and a half. So. Yeah. The Steelers are hosting. Uh, we're hosting uh, the Cardinals. Kyler Murray. They were a mess against the Rams, so we hope uh, coming across the time zones and the Steelers can keep it going. But how do you explain the Steelers? I mean, obviously the coaching change with Matt Canada, the attitude of these players. They only put 16 points on the game. They should have had more. I mean, if they appealed that DJ touchdown. But what's the vibe when you're in Pittsburgh and you're 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 hearing about the Steelers and 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 the players? I don't know if you have any association with the players, but. I mean, my God, they were like throwing a party in the in the locker room like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think Matt Canada was a very popular man, and he's <laughs> never been very well liked anywhere he's been. No. Uh, th- that was a weird game Sunday because you know they won, what was it, 16 to 10? But you never felt like they were going to lose that game. Yeah. They were in control of that. Yeah. They just they just don't know how to score. <laughs> so so even though they had over four hundred yards, it's still a challenge. But um everyone seems happy that he's gone, I guess, and they did look better. I certainly like it. See, I think Arizona's a little dangerous just because yeah. of Kyler. Yeah. Like, you're the Steelers and you just can't score. Yeah. Like, that's a guy that can make a couple of highlight reel plays yep. and they can get 20 points. Who knows? They got to have a spy um, on but, him for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But I like the Steelers a lot this week. I do too. And it's amazing. They've got Arizona, then home to New England Thursday, four days later. I know. They're the- probably going to be four, which is amazing. And then after that, I, they I got the Colts, who are, who are not an easy game. Uh, it's a winnable game. No. I mean, are, can the Steelers go? Can they? Can they ten four? Good buddy, can they go ten four? Can they be? Can they also, be home to the Bengals the week after that? So they're going to be probably ten and five or worse. And their season over um, was like yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, their season over was like okay. seven and a half or eight. So I, I'm on that. I'm on the season over ticket. I got that here at South Point. There you go. Yeah. Um, all um, right. No, and tonight, I mean, the and tonight, I just I want to talk the hockey line. The Penguins are pretty much like even. What do we have them here at South Point? Are they like one ten? 
I think the Penguins. Uh, it is minus 115 for the Penguins, minus 105 for Nashville. Okay. And then the over-under has juice on the under. Okay. Six and a half. And what's the Grand Salami? I might have to do the Grand Salami. Uh, I'm salami, such a sucker, Josh. The Grand Salami. I love it. 64 and a half. 64 and a half. It went way under last night. Maybe I'll do it again, <laughs> Ryan, and we can reveal it. Maybe I'll do it again tomorrow. But, Josh, listen, I really appreciate it. I'll see you uh, when you come out here for sure. There's the Grand Salami, 64 and a half. Josh, uh, again, your first, our first triple guest, our first hat trick. And uh, you always bring it. You're always insightful. You're always funny. Love having you on the show. And I will see you uh, in a couple months. You're coming out. We're going to Carrot Top. Carrot Top for everybody. Yeah, can't wait. It's an honor as always. Oh, please. And, uh, I like Penguins. Penguins and under tonight as well. I like it. I like it. You heard it straight from Josh Joe. We're going to take a two-minute break. We'll be right back with Matt and Everett. Josh, thank you. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, Join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket writers are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. So you think because the steakhouse is in their name that the Outback only has steaks, but they have chicken. There's fish. I mean, th this place, you guys got to come to Vegas and hit this place. It's amazing. Now, if you're going to have a steakhouse, come here to the South Point. I've been fortunate enough to go twice. We have the Silverado. We also have Michael's, which I'm not allowed in. We also have the, the prime, rib, prime Rib Restaurant. Prime Rib Restaurant, Mexican Restaurant, Steak and Shake, Hot Dog Car. We have 11 restaurants you can eat at here at the South Point. And by the way, speaking of eating, we'd like to thank uh, for watching the show again, once again, in Trafford, Pennsylvania. We got Dominic's. Dominic's is watching the show. They put us on live in Pittsburgh. Trafford is, uh, excuse me, Jimmy, Jimmy Vaccaro's hometown. So thank you to Dominic's for watching the show. And then here in Vegas, we got Steiner's. Have you been to Steiner's? I have not. I'm going to come to Steiner's. And then my favorite name of any bar, the Oasis. It's not Oasis. It's Oasis. Oasis. I'm going to stop by. We appreciate you guys having on the show live. 
We love talking gold nights. We love everyone in Vegas that helps us out. So thank you to Dominic's. Thank you to uh, Steiner's and thank you to two Oasis. And I'm going to stop by and film a little open at these places later this week or soon. So we'll, we'll see some video of the place and I'm going to go have a little fun, but we appreciate you watching the show live, helping our subscribers get up to over 700. And this gentleman is always here helping out and he loves coming on the show and he's got a busy night tonight. Matt Neverett, you got to follow him on Twitter. Good stuff. And you have a busy night tonight. You will be calling the UNLV Akron game. Yeah, yeah. Runner Rebels making their return. Coming back from a three-game road trip last week. Uh, defeated Pepperdine and then lost both games that they played at the, the Sunshine Slam in Daytona. I love the names. <laughs> Sunshine Slam! It sounds like, uh, yeah, like a wrestling event. It does. But it was it at, totally uh, does. It was at a venue in Daytona Beach that had held plenty of wrestling events. So I'm sure that they had seen some off-the-top ropes, you know. Now, wait. They lost to Pepperdine or beat Pepperdine? They beat Pepperdine. Uh, and I've seen Pepperdine twice. They're not very good this but year. But here's the thing with Pepperdine. If you go to school at Pepperdine... Not a lot of incentive to do anything, but you're right in Malibu by the ocean. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful campus. You just, you could just, it's like, hey, man, are we playing hoops today? All right, we'll try to win, but might go catch some waves later. I mean, it's just my friend, Mike O'Day, his son goes there, and it's unbelievable campus. I was fortunate enough when they went, I was actually engineering the game on the radio oh. side, so I was at the campus. And yeah. yeah, I was floored. It's up at the top of the hill. Yes. You're overlooking the, the the Malibu Beach, and it's uh, it's a really cool drive, even like through the canyons getting there. Yeah. We were coming from... You come uh, Topanga, you do Topanga, yeah, maybe? Yeah, we stayed or... in uh, Thousand Oaks, so we yeah. just kind of came right through T.O. Yeah. yeah, it's a uh, home of Jack Wilson, by the way, former Pirate shortstop, yeah. is from Thousand Oaks. Wow. Yeah, hey, that's a that, that that's a good pull. That was a deep dive. That he was, was my dive. second favorite Pirates middle infielder of that era, behind Freddie Sanchez. Freddie Sanchez, who won the bat. I, I, come on, won a batting title with half a foot. With half a foot, we got him from Boston. I can't remember who we traded for Freddie Sanchez, but it was a robbery. Yeah, that was right before I started really, really paying yeah. attention. Yeah, and Freddie, I was I was at games and saw Freddie. Boy, he could swing that bat, man. He would just uh, won a batting title in Pittsburgh. No one remembers Freddie Sanchez. Freddie, are you watching? Get Freddie on the show. Um, so what else, what else is going on? This PAC 12 championship is right down the street. I know you're a big Southwest, uh, conference fan. Mountain or, West. Mountain West. Damn it. Mountain West. Close enough. Damn it. So let's talk about Mountain West action. Yeah. Cause so, that's where, yeah, it's UNLV's in the Mountain West. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting weekend logistically at Allegiant Stadium because Friday night yeah. at five o'clock is the PAC 12 game and right. they've sold Allegiant out 60,000 plus are going to be in the house when Oregon takes on Washington. Uh, I like the Huskies plus nine and a half in that one. And then turn around at noon the next day, Mountain ah. West Championship. Uh, and it is because the you know, Pac-12, obviously, a neutral site. This is the first year for the Mountain West that they're doing the top team plays the second top team. No divisions. We're yeah. starting to see a lot Good. of conferences go yes. from divisions, get their, you know, quote-unquote best teams and yeah. potential bigger bowls. So it is, it is not a neutral site. UNLV is the host. And it kind of tells you what the expectation was preseason as far as who was going to play in this game. They certainly did not think UNLV. So <laughs> it's a really crazy logistical challenge, but they're going to turn around and, and, and play the next day. And uh, Boise State Open, I think it was a two-and-a-half point It was around favorite. two. I think it was two yesterday, Something somewhere like that. There. And uh, it's going to be really interesting. They just announced all of the Mountain West yearly awards uh, while we were on the air, actually. I was okay. taking a look behind the glass. And uh, you, you've got the conference's offensive player of the year, and Ashton Genty, who is one of the top running backs in the country, uh, he, he's for Boise State. He's one of the top running backs that no one's talking about. Yeah, he'll play on Sunday for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. I watched him. Absolutely. He is a stud. Uh, UNLV, though, has the conference's special teams player of the year, Jose Pisano, the kicker, the freshman of the year in Jaden Maiava, the quarterback who stepped in, and Barry Odom, who I, I think, I'm a little biased, but he's my pick for national, national. coach of the year. Yeah, if if it's really not him yeah. or Jerry Kill of New Mexico State, who had a very similar turnaround in the same amount of time, about a year uh, it, it's going to be one of those two for National Coach of the Year. But this, this matchup in Vegas this weekend should be really interesting. UNLV lost to San Jose State, kind of backed their way in 
in the last game of the regular season. And Boise State fired their coach, Andy Avalos, in the middle so of the year. So many firings in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> their, their, their top receiver, Eric McAllister, just quit the team when that firing happens. And then all of a sudden, Boise State goes like this. So, you know, they're kind of cutting cutting some of that dead weight in the middle of the year. Now, the reason that point. kid quit the team, is there something with, is it with Connor Bedard? Is there some, is this kid also, is no, this way? You know, it's, just, it, it's the college level. They don't have as much access to moms. <laughs> well, we didn't say it. We're just looking at rumors online, ladies and gentlemen. We're just looking at rumors. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you you said casually, real quickly, you said you like Washington plus the points against Oregon. I do. Now, my buddy Christian, who watches the show, UW alum, he's like, this is the worst number three team in the country I've ever seen. He's like, I don't know how they be- they won the Apple Cup because uh, Grady Gross, who they put on scholarship after, which was a great story. He's like, Oregon is going to kill us. And this is a guy who bleeds purple, you know? But yeah. he's like... I don't see how we we stay in this game, but nine and a half is a lot of. I was shocked at the line when they told me live the other day. I was me like too. nine and a half, right? Me too. I used to uh, I used to actually work behind the counter at Westgate at over the Superbook, and I got a group chat of a couple of my buddies there, and we were talking before that line opened up, and we were all kind of in a consensus four, maybe five. Yeah. And then I think it opened like eight and a half. Yeah. And Oregon took. A I think bunch Chris of money had early. it at. Yeah. Ten, I think he had it at ten. I here. remember him saying that. Yeah. So it's it's interesting getting different people's thoughts on on this game, and in, in in particular. And uh, I, I think with this one, it's going to be interesting. I don't know if Washington wins, but I think they're able to keep it close. Yeah. Or, I mean, touchdown, Bo- yeah. It's, it's tough to beat a 30-year-old, 20th-year quarterback in Bo Nix. <laughs> I think he's actually, what, 25 and 7 I, He's got so- – how many career starts? It's over 60. He's the he, all-time leader. I know. He's the all-time leader. And that's what I thought because I'm like – I think it's at like 60. If you can look up, Ryan, how many no, Bo, Bo Nix starts. And for a quarterback to break that record, which I don't know, that's it seems like – You'd have to play four. You'd have to play fifteen games a year for four years. I mean, it's just insane. Well, and then COVID year. Yeah, that was about. I was yeah. just going to say that the COVID year kind of messed up some of those yeah. volume statistics for a lot of guys because they got the free year. We're seeing that in basketball, especially because second time transfers are so much more prevalent in college yeah. basketball. I mean, I forget what's. I think George Mason had a guy who was twenty-seven years old, <laughs> and they denied his waiver. And somebody posted a, a clip from Oprah where she was telling someone to get a damn job. And I, I, I thought that that fit very well in that. 27. How many stars? Nix is up to 59. 59. So it'll be 60. Wow. It'll be 60 this Friday here at Allegiant Stadium. Or uh, Friday. Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday night yeah. at 5. Local. Yeah. 60 starts. I mean, that's just unheard of. So I, I don't know. That's going to be a great game. Um, I'm wondering. I haven't been to Allegiant yet, but can you – is there a bathroom? Is there a nook and cranny where after the game you could hide out, stay the night? And then just sleep there, and then stay for the next game. I'm sure there is. I've I've stayed late. I, I would say later than the average yeah. person calling some of these right. games, and you're on the air for post game breaking down gear. So uh, I've been able to stay in kind of late. That's uh, that's a long time. I don't know. I'm sure it's a big enough stadium. Yeah, you, I mean it you, looks you could massive. Find somewhere. You, you you could find somewhere. But it's going to be hopping here because uh, I've already seen Oregon jerseys and a few Washington oh, yeah. jerseys. Strickland here at the South Point, where you can just come and watch the game right down the street here at the South Point. Uh, the sports book's going to be hopping as it always is. And then any NFL? Who's your Who's your NFL team? The Patriots. You're a Patriots guy. Yeah. So that's. Uh, are they phoning this in? Are they Are they tanking? What are they doing? What is Belichick doing? And is he there next year? I don't think anyone knows, including him. Yeah. Um. Him. You know, he's obviously earned the right to do whatever he wants and stay for however long he wants. But I just don't know what he's what is going on with the quarterback situation. If you're going to suck, suck with one guy. My God, I know. And and even that in the post game conference, they're like, I don't know. Coach said he was pulling me. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I mean, like Mac Jones just looks defeated. Bailey's. I I don't know. I don't. I mean, 
There's a lot of good quarterbacks in that top five. Yeah, and this is the year for it. If, if yeah. you're going to suck, yes, if you're going to suck, this is the year for suck it. Suck in 2023. It was a light quarterback draft last year. It's heavier in, in terms of franchise changing guys this year, and that's exactly what the Patriots need. They're going to get a top three pick if they don't take a quarterback. Frank, we riot. Right, <laughs> and what <laughs> we riot? And are they dogs? Who are they playing this week? Who's New England got? Uh, Chargers. They got the Chargers. Chargers are six minus six in New England. Six hundred. Six. No, they're oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, six to pass. The you Chargers, who, by the way, are not a good team. And this could, I don't know, if Brandon Staley, get, if he, if Brandon Staley loses that game, he's not on the plane back from Boston. I don't think he deserves it. No, he does not. They, he's on his way to Logan. They're like, hey, Brandon, I think you uh, left something back at the hotel. No, no, I got everything. Go back to the hotel, Brandon, because, I mean, this guy, this poor guy who is a defensive guy, and he's just, I don't know. I, I watch a lot of Chargers action because, you know, I watch Chargers and Rams in LA after the Steeler games, but I don't know. Uh, the, the, speaking of, a little tie-in here. Yeah. UNLV, there's a very good chance that they're playing at SoFi Stadium uh, for the, the L.A. Bowl on the 16th. That's the bowl that they're projected oh. to, although they're projected either against USC or UCLA. So it's going oh. to be a, pretty much a true rotation. Is that the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? It is. Is it the Jimmy it Kimmel is. Bowl? Well, that would be a good game, but I just can't believe it. It's just so weird seeing New England six-point dogs at home. Uh, thank you, Matt. And speaking of dogs, uh, one more shout-out. I just want to thank everybody who's been contributing. I have two rescue dogs, and we're doing this fundraiser for them. Uh, it's, uh, you go to, uh, on Venmo expedition online. There they are. That's, uh, that's Marty on the left and that's Scooby in the middle crunching his face. And then there's Marty. If you could help, you got to put in the description at team start hashtag team start. If you could do that for me, that would be great. Once again, happy birthday to Courtney. Happy birthday, Jarvis Landry born on the same exact day. And Mark uh, andre Fleury. What's that again? And Mark andre Fleury. I don't know how that one slipped by me. He went five hole on me and got that one through. I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> Goalie went five hole. Goalie went five hole on me. Uh, yeah, and I love, he's one of my favorite players of all time. I mean, what have we learned today on the show? We've learned that Josh Yoey, Bill Neofis, and I are probably going to go see Carrot Top, haven't we? Anything you take from today's show, Ryan? Uh, we got a lot more live comments today. Yeah? Um, Throw a few out real quick. Well, Joey B was wondering uh, what you think of Colorado State in, in basketball this year. They're, they, they were ranked for the first time yesterday. Really, really solid. Isaiah Stevens leads the country in assists per game. And I think that, you know, we talked about Ashton Genty, a Mountain West yeah. guy that's going to play on Sundays next year. Isaiah Stevens will be a first round, potentially even a lottery pick in the NBA draft this wow. upcoming year. He is a stud. He's the best distributor in college basketball. Wow. Any other live comments? Um, Joey B also loved your toss and onion. Um, <laughs> Chris, I don't know if you've been, but there's this place Outback. It's unbelievable. You don't have them in LA? No, I, I, I didn't know they. I thought they just in Vegas. Wait, what? You didn't know Outbacks of what? Oh, come on, that's acting. <laughs> of course I do. If I'm gonna have a steak, I'm going to the Silverado right there because I'm not allowed into Michael's Prime yet. Really. I haven't earned my way into Michael's Steakhouse here at South Point, but South, but the Silverado Steakhouse is amazing. Silverado. Salvarado. Have you salivated? Well, that's with my accent. Yeah, Salvarado. Yeah. <laughs> so I've said Salvarado three times, Chris. I've said it right every time. Ryan, anything? Matt, have you learned anything from today's show? Uh, apparently, Carrot Top has more fans than I expected. Carrot Top yeah. is huge. And anything back there behind the glass? No. I wasn't listening. She wasn't listening. <laughs> In one ear, out the other. Anyway, once again, thank you to Dominic and Trafford for watching the show live. We appreciate it. Sports by the Book is off. So you can rewatch our show one more time. What the hell? It was a great show. Thank you to Josh Yoey, who's always amazing, our first three timer. And don't forget, here in Vegas, we want to thank uh, uh, Steiners and Oasis, which I will be stopping into, guys, soon. We appreciate you watching the show. If you're a bar or restaurant want to watch the show, let us know. We'll give you a shout-out. We appreciate it. Uh, that's it. Go Penguins. Go Knights. How about that? Tomorrow, we're back with another new show, Live in Nevada. Lines, Live in Nevada. Every show. Every show.